Shall we get this going? I hope so. All right, here we are. This is Randall. This is Rob. All right, coming to you with episode seven from The Blast from the Pastcast. Yes, sir, and we have a great show for you tonight. But before we get to that, I just want to say it was your birthday yesterday, and happy birthday, Randall. There you go, dude. <laughs> yeah, all right. Happy birthday. And I tell you what, we're going to be giving away some, some shout-outs if anybody can guess my age through the cast email. And as an extra bonus, we'll also showcase you if you can guess what is that drink that we're drinking every time, clanging the ice. <laughs> so write us in. You know, we're we're looking forward. We we don't have any mail yet, guys. We we need to get this going, all right? You know? We'd love to see see some uh, listener questions for sure, Randall. Listener questions whatever you want topics anything like that maybe you want to hear about wonder years maybe you want to hear about crash bandicoot i've already had some of my friends reach out on some titles bob okay yeah i've gotten a lot of requests from my uh, good friends tom and chris for more like card related content because we're longtime card collectors yeah absolutely so i'm sure there's huge market for that out there especially these days all right well Let's just kick it off with the title of the show and kick off the song here. So what we got tonight is Randall's Birthday Birthday Celebration. celebration. Today's going to be A-OK, because we're celebrating your birthday. Happy birthday, CJ, celebrating your birthday. What are you doing? Today's going to be A-OK, because we're celebrating your birthday. Happy birthday, Randall. Celebrating your birthday. Okay, so what we did is we picked three games. Actually, these were three games I gave to you for your birthday, Randall, along with a couple other things. Hell yeah, dude. And Let me just lay it out for you right now, what we got here. Lay lay out your hall for the listeners here. Lay out the hall here. So. I got actual two cards, all right? And this is kind of a flashback to our previous cast on the thrifting last episode. So Rob actually gave me a Gem Mint 10. Uh, I guess you, you might need to walk me through it. Like, is it like it's like a baseball moment showcase with the Shohei, Shohei Otani uh, strikeout of Mike Trout in the World Championship of Baseball? World Baseball Classic, okay, right, Okay, World Baseball yeah. Classic. <laughs> no, we touched on it on the last thrifting episode, the Tops Now. World Championship of Baseball. You called it that, but that's really close enough. I mean, it's just really tech- I mean, honestly, yeah. I'm like a layman in terms of like following it, but I just knew it was important, so. I did especially well on the PSA send-in, though. 19 10s and only one nine for the 20 Shohei's I sent, the strikeout card with Trout. It's Shohei Otani, right? Correct. All right, perfect. Yeah. Got it. And then I also got an unfortunately I only got a nine on and I know they're kind of a Sandow, honestly, dude. But uh, a purple Adley Rushman rookie number four in the set. And, oh. Yeah. Was hoping. How for much value do they think that knocks down 
going from the 10 to the 9. It's pretty rough, especially in, like, ultra-modern days, because it's, mm-hmm. like, it's pretty much 10 or bust, I'd say, for the most part, for, like, I mean, it's... Are you talking, like, hundreds, thousands from a 10 to a 9? It depends on the card, really, to be honest. I'm but... talking in this specific case, though, with this card you got. Well, this card isn't worth that much, to be honest. Okay. I mean, in a 9, I'm, I'm only thinking it's going to fetch, like... Mm conservatively i'll just say 75 to 100 whereas it might have been worth like maybe 250 to 300 or or at least 200 in a gem you know gotcha so it depends on the card really though if we're talking like um a steph curry like national treasures rookie (laughs) auto (laughs) in a psa 10 versus a nine you're talking like tens of thousands if not like six figures worth of difference there and i would say that can literally be like a half millimeter off centering you know like just one like subtle ding you have to kind of look under a microscope to see at like 10 times I mean, they really hold it to a high standard. You know, it can't have any imperfection, right? Well, they're the by by and large, they're the top company for sure, and I I, I, w- I would agree with that because their cases, I I just like the looks of them. Honestly, it's like professional. So maybe you know, you know a little bit of the background. So do they have like machines grading these, or they're like people that are humans just experts? actually? Yeah, okay. humans are grading these cards, Randall. I would have to imagine like they could probably automate it. But the the variance would probably change, you know, in the amount of tens. I mean, it'd be interesting how they program that, like know? AI type yeah. thing. Yeah. Wow. I mean, we're probably not. I mean, that's... they could probably take photos, three D scan it. They, I guarantee you, they could three D scan it and look for any little divot or anything in there. Any like surface damage. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they could probably do it to a fine science, and then they could actually like finally take a photo of it and just get the centering and tell you exactly like down to like hundredth of a millimeter dude like it's that precise the imaging equipment these days so yeah. even down to the nano level dude i mean you can it's crazy what where we're at today on that well i don't know what in particular equipment they use but i'm sure they're really meticulous because they got a standard and reputation to maintain you know yeah like how do they I wonder how they measure the centering i mean i mean they probably do measure it i would have to imagine or do you think it's just an eyeball no, it's not an eyeball. I've actually kind of heard there's like a plastic like card they put over it and it has to meet certain specifications mm. for like within certain range to qualify. And they actually do outline the ramifications of what you need for each individual grade if you read the magazine, which is PSA SMR, Randall. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. that's pretty cool. They yeah. give you kind of a breakdown, and you can actually be pretty off-center on the back and still get a gem. It's the front that really matters a lot. It has to be like 55, 45 or better. Gotcha, man. Yeah. Gotcha. Centering's probably the biggest thing for overall, I'd say, for you know the subgrades they look at, I'd say. Yeah, and I mean, some cards, the centering's like atrocious. I mean, you, you can you can just no, see. yeah. <laughs> it's just the way it is. Like, and that it really the affects machine. the eye appeal, too. It's like a... It's like a shifted painting in a way, you know? Right, right. That centering is important to big use the eyes. Yeah, eye centering and surface, corners and edges are the big ones they look at. All right, so so other than the cards, I mean, one of them was the moment in time. I don't, what's that actual series called? Like like the 
the the Shohei card. For oh, you mean Mike. the World Baseball Classic? Yeah, yeah. To, to win it. Yeah, it was like the strikeout to well, win. Well, what's it. the card series called? Tops now. Tops now. Yeah. Okay. And then there was also a cool Shohei in a Gundam suit. That's oh yeah, that was too. also a similar a top se- Project Seventy release. So it was like limited for a certain. These cards you can only buy for a certain amount of time, and they only produce that many. Really, I think the. Shohei Gundam one was probably 30 days, but normally just the moment cards like the Trout mm-hmm. Strikeout is just like 24 hours and then that's it. Yeah, I'm definitely going to hold on to those, man. We'll see what happens. Budding Shohei collection, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just have to get a Shohei Gem in 10 rookie now, man. Yeah, I would uh, say that's a pretty good investment, honestly, like man. Like a $700 yeah. spot right now, you'd say? You know what I would probably go with if you're looking to spend around that would be the Bowman Chrome 2018 rookie. Gotcha. The base rookie is pretty cool. He's batting on the card, and that's going for like six, seven. That's the one I got off the uh, guy at the card show, if you recall, Randall. Gotcha, man. Yeah, Yeah, I'll have to show you that one next time. Sweet. So, all right, Mm -hmm. moving on to the other gifts that Rob gave me. So I actually got three games. So this is a loose card of. One of, honestly, our favorites. We used to play this on an emulator on my laptop back in the day, but Mm -hmm. for the Genesis Super Off-Road, that was a classic. We love that game. Wonderfully done. Um, And then we got Ken Griffey Jr. Griffey Baseball. Griffey Baseball. That's actually my personal favorite. Complete in box with an added manual, too, to boot. Yeah, it didn't have the collector card, but I just wanted to quickly note that that was my favorite, like, 16-bit baseball game, probably. And, like, as a quick sidebar, my favorite, like, more modern, well, it wouldn't really be considered modern at this point, but 04 All-Star for PS2 was quite good, Randall. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah, just throwing that out there. One of my all-time favorite baseball games on a little bit of a tangent here is actually, um, I think, Super Baseball 2020 for... um, Man, I can't even think of the system now. Uh, 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 what was the system, Bob? The the one that was like a higher-end system back in the day. It was, it was like arcade quality. What are we talking about now? Like which system? Like what year? Su- uh, about roughly? Uh, like Super Nintendo about like it was. Era? Okay. Tur- oh. Turbo Graphics? No, 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 no. no. Uh, it was like arcade. You basically plug Neo in Geo. Neo Geo. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That was high end. For the I, Neo Geo, yeah. If I could interject for a second there, Randall, I remember reading the old gaming magazines like EGMs and something. They'd have like price, like prices for them. Like you could order them from like shops over, I don't remember what state they were in, but like basically stores, gaming stores that had them. And they were asking like one ninety nine a piece right, just dude. for the games. And like the core system was like five ninety nine. Five ninety nine. <laughs> yeah, I was always like blown away because I do remember they had the arcades from time to time. You could play with like four different titles you could flip between, such as like Bust a Move, Art of Fighting mm-hmm. was a big one I liked a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Samurai Showdown. Yeah, that was a great game. Metal Slug, Metal Slug Two. We actually yeah, had back huge. at the park. And and a quick story on Metal Slug Two. So I feel really rolling here. Is uh, me and Kevin Oliver at the time. <laughs> we we were playing that like all summer, and we actually beat it one quarter run. Well, I did. I beat it on a one one quarter, quarter run. run. Dude, yeah, that's huge. On we got machine. so good at the game and like where to find all the secrets and points wow, and stuff. That's so. great. It was, yeah, it was crazy. It was, it was glitched though. It gave you nine lives to start. So it was like kind of 
ridiculous amount of lives for your quarter really right 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 but i did it yeah that's i did awesome, it on one dude. quarter once those I, games aren't aren't easy no either, because They're there's those there's like guys that take pot shots at you and all stuff over too. the place yeah They're, i mean to those machines are meant to eat quarters oh yeah dude, for sure know? i mean it's meant to be super chintzy <laughs> <laughs> if you will but uh i i love neo geo though yeah it's a, it's a hell of a yeah, if, yeah if anyone's out there for and you want to get the emulator i highly recommend super i think it's i think it's super baseball 2020 where it's got like robots and stuff that you're playing with it's kind of like a more advanced base wars but like it's got androids yeah. super fun baseball game highly recommend all right, and then the third game Bob got me another complete in box. I think right. Yeah, this is, was complete uh, in box. Looney Tunes, yeah. Buster Bust Loose, is Tiny that Tunes, Tiny Tunes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, not Looney Tunes. Sorry about that. Oh, that's all right. <laughs> yeah, so I thought you know for my birthday we we kind of talked through each of those. We actually played through them. You know, we played through them and uh, took notes and wanted to just talk through the titles. Yeah, and this was a good. It was it was a lot of fun. I really liked busting out these old games with you, Randall, like because I haven't played these in a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Super Off Road will start off with, and that I, I also feel too we we had a good variety here. I got a racer for you, a sports game, and a platformer for you. So yeah, kind of all over the place. <clears throat> so Super Off Road, just just a quick introduction. I, I feel like the Genesis version was the best in terms of arcade translation i've tried the super version and i didn't like it that much because i feel like if i'm remembering right you only got one life so it was really really difficult yeah and you you we both know how op the gray truck is you know (laughs) super op man so i'm reading here it actually was released in 1989 and mm. the developers were Leyland Corporation and actually rare for the NES, man. So wow. okay. that's pretty cool. That's but pretty I have cool. to agree, uh, actually, Software Creations did the SNES and the Genesis version. Okay. But I agree with you. I think I think out of like NES, SNES, and Genesis, the yeah. Genesis is like way above the other. This one <clears throat> took the cake for this series. And also, as, as a quick aside here, Randall, I used to remember playing the arcade from time to time at the old Pizza Hut in Lindenhurst. Are you, t- are you talking about the arcade where it had, like, three steering wheels and, like, the gas yeah, pedal? Yeah, man. That was, Super that was, fun, dude. That was really cool. And not only that, you could also pick between a truck or a dune buggy, and I yeah. always went with the buggy. Dude, I mean, <laughs> yeah. it was really crisp, too. Yeah. I remember that. It was I mean, clean and, like, the wheels. Fun. Yeah, dude. Yeah, the it was field, a lot of fun. It was great. Yeah, I liked that game a lot. I actually, I actually played that with my buddy Brock. We went to a beer, beer, uh, beercade or beer arcade down in Chicago. A barcade, yeah. Dude, a barcade, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yeah, a beer arcade, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, let's talk a little bit about it. What do you got written down, Bob? Well, I got some good notes on this game. First off, it's a, extremely cool that you can upgrade your truck along the way. We have tires, shocks, acceleration, and top speed, as along with nitros which would give you a quick speed boost so i thought that's really cool you get cash along the way you can pick up just oh yeah bags, bags of, of cash, cash laying, like that. Like laying they, down dude they just... progressively go up starting at 10 grand 20 grand and so on nitros as well are very helpful to pick up yeah just... you get a three a three times nitro that could put you right back yeah in I, I think mean, you can get you can get upwards i think it goes up to four 
Yeah, on and just picked up randomly on course because like the gray truck gets like seventy six of these things. I mean, it's just super OP. We we were playing through. We did a couple playthroughs earlier here with you, Randall, and the gray I remember was so OP. He was like beating the course <laughs> records by between like six to eight seconds like each time. <laughs> I mean, he really he really showed yeah. us, man. I mean, and then you even look at the totals for the freaking. Uh, uh, the nitro he stocked up and he had like 78 this motherfucker had like 76 nitros yeah, stocked 76, to boot yeah after like 10 races dude like, probably fully <laughs> maxed out too is like lapping us borderline like <laughs> i couldn't even move at points randall like well, you get log jam with the cars, and then you it's just do. a free-for-all. You can get turned around so easy. It's like dumb. who comes out best of the wolf pack will often win the race, ultimately, in this mm-hmm. game. Yeah. But it's just a lot of fun. I mean, for those of you that don't know, it's kind of like kind of like an overtop view, and you're just kind of rolling around all these different tracks. I really love the way they did it. It's super fun. Easy to get into. It's just like, like a dirt course with like hills and obstacles and like you know a track setup and whatnot. Did they ever have the setup where you can actually play four player? Or was that just? No, I think the uh, I- Ivan Stewart Iron Man was always the gray guy, honestly, and the OP hard to beat guy. Gotcha. So yeah. you couldn't play like four player, like four controllers ever on that. No, it was yeah, only a... uh, in terms of the console releases it was only a two-player game randall yeah if it was four yeah. player that'd be an awesome party yeah. title man well i mean check that i i mean double check on the nest because they did have the four score so yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that might be something i don't know i mean i'm not even sure what games they had yeah. on the four score can you think of any offhand i know nightmare on elm street was, was one. uh wheel of fortune or no that Jeopardy? was three player you could actually kind of do that with two ports because you just traded the controller though for wheel of fortune yeah, or, or nes yeah. four score wow i i've rarely seen these in the wild it came out in 1990 mm, yeah. do a little fact checking there yeah, I'm just kind of curious what titles it supported, yeah. Yeah, so you had Monopoly, and I'll just read a couple off of Go here. Go for it, yeah. Bomberman 2, three players. Danny Sullivan's Indie Heat. You can actually play four-player Gauntlet 2. Wow. Gauntlet 2 would probably be a good one. Rockin' Ball, hmm. RC Pro-Am, Nightmare on Elm Street. I think you mentioned that. Yep. Dude, super off-road, dude. Okay, on NES, wow, okay, dude. that's pretty cool, yeah. Wow. Awesome. That would be Back in the day, could you imagine if you had that four-player? That like, would have been pretty fun. Oh, you could spend all night playing that with some buddies, man. The Genesis does give you a graphical boost, though, I have to say. I think it overall, is like, I think the music's a little better, yeah, too. Uh, yeah, I the bass line. Yeah. yeah. You can't beat the bass line in a Genesis game. It's so well done. I mean, kind of want to look up how many levels are actually in the original game. Do you know? I don't know, but I know you play through all the levels and then you play through them backwards. And back in the day, I used to be so good at this game that I could I could loop through it twice, and eventually you like break the game. Like the the cars just or trucks rather just go so slow on the course, and it's like it's like moves and like yeah, you, it'll pause and then like it'll speed up again. It's it's weird. It's like almost like a kill screen you get to in this game. Wow. If you get far enough, yeah. Wow, listen to this. So there mm-hmm. are eight different tracks. 
in 99 races altogether on most versions. Really? The SNES version loops through 64 races without ending. Mm. All races are raced more than once. Wow, that's really crazy. So you can you can really get your money's worth out of there. Like you yeah. can play probably all night on that. If you're good enough, sure. <laughs> it's hard yeah. though. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we definitely couldn't make it through. I mean, we did better the first time, but then I got so frustrated because I I kept getting like turned around and then pretty much effectively knocked out of the race, and then I eventually just threw my controller and gave up to be honest <laughs> i want i want to make a quick note here because i'm looking at the wikipedia dude electronic gaming monthly gave the atari Lynx version a 3.75 out of 10 Ooh. commenting that through super off-road was an excellent arcade game though super off-road was an yeah. excellent arcade game right the choppy animation and scrolling in the links version made it almost unplayable so yeah Dang. quick word maybe not to pick that up if you see it in the loose <laughs> the links one yeah i could see that i heard that thing eight batteries like no one's business Wasn't it a either handheld it was like yeah. the red and black handheld that had pretty good graphics but it just like mm-hmm. hour worth of battery if you're lucky a couple dude. hours maybe yeah Something Go on like a that. road trip and <laughs> let's give our rating out of ten out of this game. I'm oh, gonna, I like that yeah. idea, dude. I'm rating gonna, out of ten. I'm gonna give it an eight out of ten, Randall. Eight bobs yeah. out of ten. All right. I would probably give it I would probably give it like an eight point five out of ten, maybe. Eight point five, I'm like right there with you. I mean maybe an eight out of ten, pretty good, I'd say. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean overall great title I'd say for sure. Definitely, Definitely look yeah. at it Sega Genesis if you want it or if you could outright purchase the arcade machine. Well, I <laughs> highly recommended. I wonder what those are even going for, man. That would be interesting. I would say at least a thou. I don't know. I would love to own an arcade machine, but you know, I mean, with the wife, I just don't think it's possible. Man. Just put it down here. Yeah. Put it in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I also wanted to mention there's a pretty cool animation when you, when someone crosses the finish line, there's a guy that waves a flag. I think that's pretty cool. I want to point out too, that the babes too, in the, in the podium are top tier too right yeah you, if you make the podium they... <laughs> pretty racy for a nintendo game yeah. i have to say i mean pretty skimpy definitely so... for an 89 game yeah yeah definitely all right so that pretty much does it for off-road um let's go ahead and move on to griffy all right man you yeah. lead this one off you're right. more of the griffy expert than me i really like griffy if you didn't already know I got this game actually back in the day. I believe it might have been at like a Babbage's. Babbage's, yeah. dude. What is that? I don't even know what that is. Babbage's. It was like an old, old school video game store. You could buy like old Nintendo and Super Nintendo games. Was there. it? Do they have a used collection too? No, not by that point. It was all new stuff still too. Gotcha. Yeah, it was a old, old school. <clears throat> it was either that or a KB Toys. I can't remember. Did, when you yeah, were growing up, did, was there any secondhand stores selling used stuff that you knew of back then? The only one I really had around here was Funko Land in Gurney. Dude, Funko Land that was, was freaking amazing. It was fun dude. to go through. That lasted through like 05 or so. 
It was always fun picking up retro titles because was they, that before they the, weren't is so? That the, is that was that there before the GameStop moved in? Is that where it was? Like I just remember there was a game store before GameStop there. That was the same spot. Yeah, same I'm pretty stop. sure. Yeah. Dude, they had a huge. Do you remember they had a huge catalog in the back of like the games you can order through them? It was like a giant book. Those actually go for some money now. The big like yeah, dude, it's like a huge catalog basically. They had like all the listings of all the games. It's kind of cool to have just to see all the titles too. I mean, that's where we went. This was before. If you look back at some of them, it's crazy. Like stadium events is on there for like thirty nine cents. Really? (laughs) But (laughs) of course, they never had it. Right, right, right. I don't know why that was so low, but Little Samson was like seven ninety nine, man. I remember going in there, dude, and it's, it's like crazy. We, the yeah. first game I ever bought from there was actually Crash Bandicoot two for PS one, man, and that, mm, yeah. that I played the shit out of that title, dude. It was it was a bomb, a blast, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was just fun going there oh, because. It was great. The, they had all of, like the system set up. With, Wasn't like, Circuit City like right by there too? Circuit City was like in that a couple stores mall. down. Like yeah. there's Target, and then what? Isn't the Lazy Boy now what Circuit City was? I can't remember. I haven't been I up. I think so. I, I have. I haven't been up that way in a while. Gotcha. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> all right should we move to our next title <laughs> no we barely talked about this man <laughs> oh yeah we just skipped griffey completely dude i had some stuff here though no no i, I, mean, I forgot to tell you i got go the game it, i think it was 39.99 back then oh that's my that's sister jennifer took me to the mall in hawthorne and we got it and i played it a lot i started a season did she buy it for you too? I don't remember. I think maybe it, w- it would have been, been a nice, nice maybe as a dude. birthday present or something. I can't really remember. But I want to had... give a little fact on the game too yeah. before we hop into it. So it came out in '94, dude. Uh-huh. And uh, so, little known fact. I guess it's a well-known fact actually. But the game has a major league baseball license, but not a major league baseball players association license. Right. So they got the stadiums and they got the teams, but the player names are actually all switched. But with that said, they still use the the real stats of the players. They just couldn't use the title of the names. Yeah, the only guy that actually is in the game is Griffey, Griffey. of yeah, course. Yeah, uh, for sure, for sure. But Except all the players Griffey. all the players are still there. You just you can actually rename them technically whatever you want too, so you can change the So you can get names. around it, dude. You can yeah, it takes kind of tedious to input each name and I've had it several times where my <laughs> memory got erased, so that all just got lost. And uh, interesting story on that, too. I was playing. This was actually during pandemic. I did, like, a little pandemic-shortened season in the game, like the 61-game season mode to mimic what was going on in mm-hmm. real baseball at the time. Oh, that's pretty cool. And I was actually, yeah, the White Sox, and I actually got to the World Series. It would have been White Sox-Cubs. But Jill inadvertently, like, tripped over, like, the cord for whatever reason. She's trying like, to... fucking around back behind the TV. No, in dude. front of the TV. In front was of the, the con- TV. It was the controller cord. Oh, shit, It knocked dude. something out, and then, boom, season gone. Season over, dude. Yeah, after playing the full 61 games. Like, like, the, like, did she just, like, knock something and the game froze up or something? Well, or? the memory got deleted. I don't know what to oh, tell shit, you, Randall. Dude. It was brutal, though. 
so I forgave her eventually. I got a little fun fact, too, <laughs> reading here on the wiki page, is yeah. that the same developer that released Super Off-Road for yeah. uh, SNES and Genesis released this game, Software Creations, man. Oh, okay. It's a pretty cool one, and it came out on SNES and Game Boy only in North America in 1994. Did you have the, the Game Boy one at all, man? I didn't. I actually played it at Toys R Us once, though, and that one actually didn't come out until, like, 96, I don't think, oh, honestly. Really? Yeah, the Game Boy one came out afterwards. And that one, I think, wow. actually did have all the players in it, too. That's cool. So they actually fixed that, which was nice. But yeah, I love the gameplay in this game. It's pretty much a straight-up, you know, baseball game. It doesn't have, like, the 3D like the modern ones do. It's kind of just all, like, on one plane, really, for the ball, so it keeps it simple, you know? Wow, like... man, there, there's some really cool freaking info here on this game. They actually went all out, and I guess every team that the naming convention is based off of some kind of you know, pop culture reference. Like, Atlanta Braves are famous dance DJs such as Sasha and Digweed, who stand yes. in for the starting pitcher John Smoltz and closer Mike Stanton, man. <laughs> oh, this is well covered if you want to check this out on the th the team name themes on the Item Shop episode uh, oh, dude, with it's Ken cool, Griffey though. Jr. I didn't know it was yeah. this deep. They really yeah. go in, dude. Check that out, though. The... Chicago White Sox are former basketball players from St. John's University. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah, I think, like, Bill Wennington and, like, Malik Seeley's on that the Sox. Yeah. Cleveland <laughs> Indians have famous actresses and glamour girls on their team. Yeah, we could go on and on about this, but it's yeah. Wow, just to name a few, <laughs> yeah. man, that's cool. The news, the the newspaper part is pretty cool. At the end of the game, they show you a paper with like a headline mm -hmm. and like all the stats and stuff, which I really like. As you said, it's got baseball rosters from 1993. Wow, dude, one more, dude, because this is just really cool. Milwaukee Brewers have pitching staff consisting of. Superhero secret, secret identities. identities I know. Yeah, Little there's Peter like Peter Parker, Bruce Wayne, B. Clark Wayne, Kent. B. Wayne. Yeah, yeah. Dude. That is B. pretty Wayne. cool. That's a that that's a tight. that's a cool theme. Yeah, they all have different themes. I also wanted to note too. I once pulled off the rarest feat ever, which I probably likely will never do again in this game, which is a. All it is is a ground rule double, but they only happen once every, like, lifetime. Really, dude? <laughs> yes, a ground dude. rule double? Yeah. I pulled it off during, I think, my season during the pandemic. So you yeah. just bounce or, and it like goes the out of the stages park? Of it. I guess it's technically still going on. So it bounces and then it goes <laughs> out of the park, is what you're saying? Is that what happens? Yeah, it's, 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 it's just it's like a rare, like... Wow, that's almost Weird never freak occurrence. Yeah, it yeah. says it just says GR double, and I was blown away. I wish I would have taped that, man. That's awesome. Yeah, man. that's really cool. Rarely happens though. I have to say the game is extremely well done too, as a baseball game. Really tight, fluid mechanics. You know, I like the pitching. You know, the pitching is pretty fun to do. I mean, you could basically throw three pitches: uh, a changeup, a normal speed. And then a fastball, fast yeah. and then you can control the movement of the ball, basically. But it it's pretty fun playing two-player because you can really juke the other person out and kind of leaves them guessing, you know what I mean? 
Yeah, actually, yeah, I have to say I was pretty patient. I drew a walk against you and took I took a few hit by pitches <laughs> when we played. Well, give me a break, man. It's like the only second time I've ever played the game. <laughs> to your credit, you did cover the twenty run spread I gave you. Sure, there it you was, go. It was eighteen to two for the record. So hit a homer, dude. You hit a homer. You got on the board. Got on it. It was Sox, Sox, Cubs. I played as Cubs. You were Sox. Right. Yeah. All right, man. Well, All right. Should yeah. we go to the next next title? Oh, we got to rate it really quick, oh, too. Yeah, yeah, I'm going right. to give this one a 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10, <laughs> yeah, dude. dude. I don't know about yeah. that, man. Well, I have to. For an overall SNES title It's score, one of my all-time favorites, so. I mean, when you put it up compared to the big dogs like Super Mario World, dude. Well, don't compare don't it with that stuff. Why don't you just compare it to other baseball games, you know? Other baseball games. Other... I mean, yeah, it's probably one of the best on the SNES. If you're if you're just keeping the pool into baseball games, I'd just say. to baseball games, sure. I would give yeah, it honestly overall probably eight out of ten in my opinion for a, and this is overall SNES game. I say I'd give it give it an overall eight out of ten to round it out there. Okay, that's fair. I say if you if you put in some time with this and start to get good though, it'll be uh it'll be fun to play as we Well bust you're giving it out people at... twenty point spreads, Bob. I mean <laughs> well, I, I mean what are is... some funny scores stores that I mean, how bad have you beat down some of our friends? <laughs> like you got some scores that are just ridiculous, like fifty I to two. I did actually cover against our friend Will once. I beat him by twenty nine, I think, in this game. I gave him a... What's the overall score, dude? I think it was thirty one to two. Thirty one to two? <laughs> I didn't want to mention it, but you played Will in a different game, and, and the score was just... This was Jam TE for Super. Terminant Edition, one of our other favorites, I must yeah. add, dude. And I think Will was talking himself up like, hey, I'm pretty good at this one. You no, know? no, it was yeah. even more than that, because yeah. he was saying that he played you last time, and he almost beat Kept you. Kept it pretty close. Okay, he was like he was saying like he almost had you. So we played like a mini tournament with the four of us. I think it was me, you, Oliver, and Will. I remember right. So what That's was right. the score when you guys played? Let's just hear it for you. <laughs> well, me and Will played, and I do want to mention it wasn't like an official. Wasn't an official straight up? Did we do hot spots and? and I think it was hot spots. I think it was both. I think we did both. You know, I like beat that. him though, ninety-one to nineteen <laughs> though. <laughs> I was like on fire with those like nine pointers. Oh, dude! dude. Yeah. I, I wish I remember who you yeah. played as, dude. But I we can't always even remember honestly. We always play the Bulls in there, and we always joke we need a fresh Pip, dude, going into the fourth. Oh yeah, that's the. That's it's the, like an insta win, dude, with Pippin, dude. He's because your injuries around. heal between quarters in that right, game, yeah. Dude. I mean, you can get it's like a strategy. Beat the shit out of you. You rest him for a quarter, and boom, he's back. Fresh Pip. Fresh Pip, dude. Yep. A great all-around player. He could hit the three. Dunk. D. Great D, dude. Mm-hmm. They're pretty OP in that game, I'd say, for, for sure. For sure, yeah. All right, man. Well, we get... should we move to the last title here? Yeah, the last title was the platformer 
Tiny Toons, Buster, Bust, Bust Loose. Bust Loose, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, so you want to talk a little <clears throat> bit about that? Yeah, definitely. I'll pull it up here on the wiki, dude. Give us some, give us some quick facts on it. Quick framework on that mm -hmm. and the release date and whatnot. Definitely. All right, while you're looking that up, I'll just mention I really like the mini games in this one. There's like bonus games between levels where you can get extra lives. I played mostly just pulled Plucky Bingo, which is pretty much <laughs> easy one-ups. And then the other one I pulled, I think, a couple times was Hungry Hampton, which is like a tile-moving game where you kind of like move them around the board collecting pieces of fruit, which gave you one-ups. No, I got you. No, yeah. no, no, for sure, for sure. The mini games are always fun, yeah. dude, in any game. They did them well, mean. for sure. Fun mechanics. Seldom games had, <clears throat> had mini games back then, I would say. I mean, they kind of... I think SNES had a lot more than NES did, but NES for sure too. So with that said, yeah. so Tiny Toons Buster Bust Loose came out in Japan December 18th, 1992, and then it finally came to America in February 1993, mm -hmm. and then the EU in June 24th, 93 as well. Okay. And this was developed by Konami, you know, so it had the classic Great Konami game. intro, dude. Quality. Oh, like Turtles you know, in Time. Love yeah, it, for sure. The intro. Yep, yep. I know what you mean. <laughs> but as I said, fun gameplay. The level two train level is kind of the hardest in the game, I'd say, honestly. Right. There's like this really tough dash part you have to get through. I want I want to just point out that the mm. graphics are awesome. Awesome level design. The only slide I have is, you know, the mechanics takes a, takes a little bit to get used to, but what game doesn't? You, you know what I mean? But, I mean, this game was really critically acclaimed. I mean, if you look down the, the reviews here, I mean, they're all above 80 and in the 90s. IGN ranked the game 99th in their top 100 SNES games of all time. I think it it does deserve to be in it's the top there, 100 man. for sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. Absolutely, yeah. As a Constantly on the top 100 Quality list. platformer. Hard mode is quite tough. You only get one carrot heart container. One? You only start with one. You can pick up a couple of others along oh, the I way. Gotcha. Level for, but, but each level, you only start with one life. So one hit, you're dead. Yeah, I mean, so it's just a great all-around mm -hmm. platformer. Very smooth, like graphics. The, like it, it's It's got this awesome cartoon feel. Like You actually feel like you're in the show. Because this was a very popular show back in the day, but they did a great job of really bringing that to life here. I agree, and I really like the dash mechanic in the game too. That's that's quite fun, and and you can dash attack right, where you stick your foot out and kill the guys. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think right? so. I think so. You can take yeah, out yeah. a few in a, in a row, but you have to be careful because you're going so fast though too. You know what though I really like in this game is level four, the football game I've told you about. Yeah, like, where you gotta score a touchdown. You have to score right? a touchdown to win the game. And basically. you you do like downs too, right? Isn't there like Yeah, it's like downs you can either run or pass. It's very simple, but it's fun and I liked it so much I wish there was like a whole game based on just the football game. <laughs> like I've tried Ac I think Ac there's like an Acme Sports Spectacular game or something, but it's just not the same as this football game in level four band yeah i'm just looking here too he says with with you know once you get to hard mode like you said you only have one health container yep although extra containers can be collected by explo exploring the levels yep 
And then the number of containers are actually reset after each level. So that adds a little bit extra difficulty to it. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'll have to definitely play through it, man. Because it, it was definitely good. I was pretty rusty today because, you know, I've never played it. but I was, looks- too. I was out of practice, but I did take it to task on normal mode. I will say it was normal mode, but we did uh, take it down. Yeah. Only came out, I'm reading, only on Super Super NES, so never on Genesis or anything like that. Genesis did have a different Tiny Toons game, though, I believe. Yeah, they. I mean, that was kind of a and, common theme. They would, like, like uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles didn't have, they, they had, like, was it the Hyperstone Heist was yeah, the title? Yeah, oftentimes there was, like, a different game within the same IP for Genesis. I think even with Mega Man, they had the Wily Wars for which is like a a one through six. I think it's just one through three. One through three, maybe. Yeah. And I like if I remember right, I think that only came out on PAL copies. So that might be right. Yeah. Only in Europe. Let let me just double check that here. Actually, it came out February '95 on the Sega Channel, and then EU April '95 and AU. So actually in Australia as well, and then also in Japan. So I think I don't think there was actually a physical copy. I think this is. I'm trying to see what was the Sega channel. That might have been like, because some systems had like downloads back then. Remember, like you can actually download things. Yeah. yeah so Sega Channel was a discontinued online game service hmm. for the Genesis video game console, and serving as content delivery system. So somehow you you must have been able to download it. Wow. Well, and you can do cool. it through the coaxial cable too. So that's that's pretty tight. So basically you used I don't know if you had to pay for the channel or what. Maybe you had to pay for it through your cable service and Something that's the like way you that. Got it. Yeah, that's interesting. See that? But yeah, pretty cool. There was also to round out the Tiny Toons games from back in the day, I remember there was Babs's Big Break for Game Boy. I remember seeing this in the Omni display case back in the day. Gotcha. There was also, of course, Tiny Toon Adventures for Nintendo. The first time I saw this game was when I was lucky enough to go to Four Star Video after a Cub Scout meeting back back in the day. And really? I saw this title on the shelf and I, luckily enough got to rent it. And that was fun. They actually have a ton of games on here. Just to read some off, they had Tiny Toons Adventures, Wacky Sports Challenge for SNES and Game Boy. Yep. They had Tiny Toons Adventures 2 for Game Boy, Montana's Movie Madness. Sega Genesis had Buster's Hidden Treasure. Okay, that that was was the one I was thinking of. Yeah, yep, exactly. Yep, that's right. And then, yeah, they they had a lot. So I remember we had one on PlayStation. I think it... Yeah, Tiny Toons Adventure, The Great Beanstalk. So this is the one that me and my sister got. And, oh, that's pretty cool. And I, I don't, I just remember it was more like a point-and-click adventure, and I don't think it was actually that good. So I think oh, it was kind really? of a, I don't even. There was also Cartoon <laughs> Workshop for Nintendo, where I think you could create, like, your own little cartoon segments. Kind of cool. Wow. Dude, some of these are, like, some of these were made by Treasure, too, so... Tiny Dude Adventures Buster's Bad Dream for Game Boy Advance made by Treasure. Wow, that's pretty well after the popularity of the series. And then for PS2, Xbox, 
Game Boy Advance and GameCube Tiny Toon Adventures Defenders of the Universe. Really? And that was actually canceled in 2002. Dang. But that was made by Treasure as well, man. Crazy that, that laid into the And that was like a 3D game. Video I mean, games, some of the yeah. pictures look pretty tight. That sounds like a fun game. I probably would have been into that. Yeah. Wow. Cool, man. Yeah. All right, so that kind of rounded out the list. You got any other any topics? hit up before we close out tonight man or i mean (laughs) i i I did want to discuss like some of the things we're thinking about for the next couple of topics for oh should we just give them a little primer of what may be to come what might be coming up soon yeah all right yeah why don't you go through it dude yeah We were definitely going to do, we feel like we just have to flesh out the topic a little more. We're going to do a little book report on the Blast from the Past cast on the education of millionaires, which came out back in 2014. Yeah. Yeah. So if if you don't know, maybe you can look it up, maybe take a quick listen to it too. I mean, that's basically what we're going to go through it. And this is, you know, one that me and Bob have like always, you know, we've, I think Bob, you you've rented it from the from the. Um, I've listened through it probably about three times or so. Now. Didn't you yeah, pick it up out times. of the library? And they we used just, to have it at the Lake Villa Library, and we'd listen to it in my car. We just heard sometimes. some yeah. some of the funniest shit out of it, and the narrator is fucking hilarious. That's Sin all I'll give vet? you, dude. Sin is vet, dude. Yeah, we won't get into it here. No, but, you have to save this. But we're gonna do a little sound bites and analysis, deep dive, dude, kind of deep into, dive. The, into the audio book. Yeah. It's gonna be good. I'll tell you that. I think we'll get some good laughs out of it. So be on the lookout for that release. Man. That one is is coming soon. We'll say, yeah. 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 Just like we gave you a little trailer, right around the corner. <laughs> well, let's say like two weeks. <laughs> two weeks, yeah. yeah. Or so, yeah. yeah we'll say. Give good. us a little buffer. Give us a little buffer. Yeah. And then we were also probably going to do like a little garage sailing around your area because we saw like 17 signs Dude, probably absolutely, today. man. Yeah. Absolutely. For sure, man. So I think we could close. We can also talk a little bit about today. So we yeah. went to go get some ramen at this awesome ramen place in Schaumburg. Yeah. Very good. Mm-hmm. And then they actually had a pawn shop. I know we've been talking about thrifting on the last episode. Yeah. I mean, most of the prices were about run of the mill. You know, you weren't making a lot of bank. Slim margins. Slim margins. Best. Yeah, for the most part. I yeah. think I came out with the win. I actually got a, a complete unboxed copy of 10 Yard Fight, which is a black box NES title. Yeah. And I got that for thirty nine ninety nine. Forty three like and change out the door and that goes for like probably about a hundred around a yeah. hundred sib online. Yeah. So conservatively ninety to a hundred. Good so. deal. Good deal. So good for your shelf. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so for add sure. that too. Yeah. Good All right, one, man. man. For sure. Well, you want to stop it there, man? Yeah, let's just close it out. All right. Well, this has been Rob. This has been Randall. We'll see you next time. All right. Have a good one. Thank you.